This is the What Happened Today podcast, your daily history podcast that tells you what happened on this day in history. Brought to you by the Productive Leisure Network, online, ProductiveLeisureNetwork.com, and on Facebook and Twitter, at Prod Leisure. I'm your host, Will Floyd, and what happened today, January 7th in 1948, Kentucky Air National Guard pilot Thomas Mantell crashed after chasing an unidentified flying object through the skies over Kentucky. Most UFO stories are really fit for tabloids. They're slightly ridiculous. And not just because they're about UFOs or aliens or other weird things. It's also because usually it's one guy going, well, see, I was out somewhere and I saw something and there were these lights or maybe a handful of people. What actually happened when Thomas Mantell crashed his plane and died is that the U.S. government was involved. A pilot, a decorated World War II veteran who was flying for the National Guard in Kentucky, lost a plane and his life. That makes this different. That becomes a different kind of UFO story. The specifics of this are that on the morning of January 7th, there were reports from Kentucky Highway Patrol that said, there's a strange object in the sky, some sort of circular oval-shaped thing floating out there. This got relayed to Fort Knox, and then people at Fort Knox actually saw something weird. There were reports from airfields in Ohio, just across the border from Fort Knox, that saw a flaming red cone trailing a gaseous green mist and another one that saw an object move rapidly into the sky. At this point, this is still sort of official army government channels saying, we've seen something, we don't know what it is. And what you do in that case is you send out a patrol to see what's going on. And in this case, it was four P-51 Mustangs, all of whom belonged to the 165th Fighter Squadron of the Kentucky Air National Guard. They said, go and see what's going on with this and report back. And this is actually one of those where they're supposed to say the whole time, this is what we see, this is what we're doing, this is how we're pursuing it. The leader of these planes was Captain Thomas Mantell. He had served in World War II. He had been a decorated pilot, came back to his native Kentucky, and joined the nascent Kentucky Air National Guard. This was a way for pilots to keep up their training, be involved with military planes. Also, if there were weird things over the skies of your state, you had something to deploy. But this is a post-World War II thing. The Air National Guard is still brand new. And so these are not people who are experienced at flying together. They are not experienced at flying these P-51s they are in, even though these are remnants of the best fighter planes in World War II for the Americans. Not all these pilots, and especially Mantell, were not familiar with it. One of the four planes has to tail off early because it's low on fuel. At this point, Mantell starts chasing the object. Two of his wingmen follow, but they only follow him up to 22,500 feet. At that point, they tail off, but Mantell keeps following this strange object in the sky. And it is believed that somewhere around 25,000 feet, he almost had to have blacked out from a lack of oxygen. Also, then there are people who say that they saw the plane going in a spiral out of control. He ended up crashing near Franklin, Kentucky, near the Tennessee state line. It was very far south of where he initially took off and where it was initially seen in northern Kentucky. At this point, no one can see the object anymore, and Mantell 
has died from the crash. Also at this point is when, of course, rumors start happening. This is 1948. The Cold War is beginning to simmer. People don't really know what's going on. Also, anytime there are weird things in the sky, people come out of the woodwork to say all sorts of crazy things. Rumors start circulating that Mantell was weirdly deformed when he came back down, or that there were serious problems with the plane. None of these are actually backed up by official reports. But of course, what really gets the imagination is what is this thing in the sky? People want to say it's a UFO, that aliens have come over and the plane followed it and could not follow the alien ship. There, of course, is a whole other strain of thought that says, what if it's the Russians? What if the Russians are trying to attack us over Kentucky and not being seen before they got there? But importantly, people thought this was a worry. And so the paranoia of the Cold War, which of course would only grow after 1948, seeps into this event. But most likely what Mantell and all the other observers that day saw was a Skyhook weather balloon. Skyhook was a classified U.S. Navy program to try and get high-altitude weather research and perhaps other kinds of information from these balloons. There's no absolute proof that there were skyhook balloons in the reported area. However, there were some close, and no one ever really gave a good sense of what it was exactly Mantell was chasing. It does seem pretty clear, though, he was chasing something. In 1948, Mantell was only 25 years old. He had just gotten off from a successful stint in the Air Force, where he had participated in the invasion of Normandy as a pilot, giving support to troops on the ground. And he comes back to Louisville, where he grew up, and joins the Kentucky Air National Guard. This is a guy who was trying to serve his country and died while doing so. This is not a suicide or a rogue pilot. And that, of course, only heightens the mystery. As much as the story of Thomas Mantell's death is sort of a big UFO story. It's probably best understood away from that. Research into UFOs inhabits a weird space where most academics look down their noses at it because there isn't great proof, but there are people constantly putting out streams of academic style work, things that are footnoted and have lots of sources. And so anything having to do with UFOs gets studied. But there are a few important facts about the death of Captain Thomas Mantell that have nothing to do with UFOs or aliens or the supernatural or X-Files kinds of things. Instead, it is figuring out what to do with things like an Air National Guard. Mantell was the very first casualty and the very first lost plane among Air National Guards. And it begs the question, what exactly do you have to protect Kentucky from in the air? It's a landlocked state. But there's also a sense that there are things that could happen. Someone does go rogue, someone might have to trail them. You have an Air National Guard for that. It also speaks to the fact that there is a growing paranoia about the Cold War. As much as the Cold War was about differing ideologies of economics and government and two huge superpowers staring at each other with nuclear weapons, the real Cold War mindset is best exemplified by the thought that no one knew what was coming. There was a fear that at any moment there could be a Soviet invasion anywhere. And it is that kind of thinking that leads to the kind of pursuit that Mantell takes. This isn't a controlled radio back, let me tell you what I saw, it went out of our sight, I'm not risking myself. He was going after the object no matter what. Something that was literally an unidentified flying object. Mantell's job was to try his best to identify it. Despite the fact that this was totally unknown, he still goes after it. He still wants to hit it. 
And so apart from the idea of UFOs and aliens as they're normally conceived, what is striking is that seeing something, anything in the skies in 1948 is worth pursuing. And pursuing an unidentified flying object is precisely what Captain Thomas Mantell of the Kentucky Air National Guard did. And in doing so, it led to a crash that killed him. And that is what happened today, January 7th in 1948. That does it for today's episode, but as always, please check back in tomorrow. We're a daily history podcast, and we put out a new episode every single day. And you can listen to all of our episodes on our website, ProductiveLeisureNetwork.com, and on iTunes and Stitcher. And if you're listening to us on iTunes and Stitcher, please subscribe to this podcast, leave a rating, and leave a review. You can also help us out more directly by going to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash ProductiveLeisure. Patreon is a crowdfunding site that allows you to give a small monthly donation for ongoing work, like a podcast network. And by supporting our work monthly, you will allow us not only to keep doing this podcast, but also hopefully create new podcasts in the future. And we can only do that with your help and support. And you can do that by going to patreon.com slash Productive Leisure right now. You can also follow us for updates on everything to do with the Productive Leisure Network on Facebook and Twitter at Prod Leisure. Thanks for listening and see you tomorrow.